Hey, it's Cole. Thanks for tuning in to listen to yet another episode of what has come to be known as Cole Talking. Um, We're taking this journey together, exploring what this podcast is, and I'm just going to hop right into it today, because today I'm talking about millennials. And even as I say that, you probably think I'm about to go on some sort of rant or call people lazy or entitled, something like that. Because that is the popular narrative, I think, when we hear people talk about millennials uh, today, even in mass media, it's usually a pretty negative uh, stereotype of an entire group of people. I'm really thankful to spend a lot of my time with and be inspired by people who are in that demographic, and I know dozens of millennials who run amazing organizations, who are doing incredible work around the world, who are literally saving lives, feeding people, clothing people, uh, responding to some really important issues of the day, and making a really significant difference. And I wanted to just talk for a little bit about this kind of popular narrative that's largely accepted in our current discourse around millennials. And, um, you know, I was thinking about this recently. Um, I think it, it's telling if before someone posts an article on the internet or makes a comment online with the word millennial in it, if you were to replace the word millennial with, let's say, the word black or the word gay, would we begin thinking differently about stereotyping an entire group of people? And let me just clarify, people have literally died for their race, they've died for their sexuality, and in that way, This example is way off base. I'm not sure I know of anyone who's died because they're a millennial. But in the way that it's a stereotype, it's very similar. For us in our culture, I think we've learned uh, that it's not a positive thing and it's not accepted and it's not fair and it's not good to stereotype an entire group of people based on their race or to stereotype an entire group of people based on their sexuality. Uh, But in large part, we've kind of made it culturally acceptable to define an entire group of people, to stereotype them, to put them all into a single box based on the term millennial. And this isn't a new phenomenon um, from what I know of history. The idea of a previous generation belittling the generation coming after them is a long-held tradition that's generations long, but I think we can change that. But I also want to address some of the things that I've seen people say about millennials as of late. I see people calling them soft. I see people talking about how we got participation trophies or whatever it may be to kind of be the stereotypical example of um, this habit of belittling millennials. And I want to just talk about that idea. Let's say that that idea is true. Let's say that millennials are more sensitive 
let's say that millennials are softer. And I think it's important that we allow ourselves to ask the question, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Because I think when people say things like that, they immediately assume that that's a negative idea, that millennials are more sensitive than generations that have come before them. I've seen people talk online about how if this generation needed to go to war, that it would be a disaster. And let's just say this generation has gone to war. Uh, It is a disaster, but it's probably not a disaster because of the millennials who are involved. So that's just a quick caveat. Um, But let's look at the sensitivity. The idea of sensitivity in culture, is that a bad thing? Or is it potentially a really great thing for us to become more sensitive as a people? Because what happens when we become more sensitive? We're aware of how we feel. We're aware of why we feel what we feel. We're aware of the people around us. And we're more in tune with the experiences of those people. And I think all of those things are positive. And not only is it that this generation, if they are more sensitive, are more sensitive to how they feel and what they're experiencing, as well as how they're experiencing and understanding the feelings of others, I think it's possible that that deeper understanding could be a sign of an increase in peace and how millennials, as millennials continue to step into power in areas of commerce and business and government, how the narrative might begin changing toward a more peaceful narrative in a global sense. There's no question that millennials um, are, are prone to, through their use of technology and exposure to cultures and ideas are prone to um, having a global perspective and a sense of understanding about uh, the global narrative and, and how people in other countries live and what they're experiencing. As media has continued to increase, we're now exposed to stories from a wider birth of places and uh, people groups. And because of that wider understanding, Is it possible that the sensitivity that millennials are berated for could possibly become an asset in global politics as we begin to understand one another more? And in fact, not only an asset, but a necessity as the conversation politically continues to have a wider global perspective that we would care for one another that we would be sensitive to one another. And instead of the idea of the default of hostility toward people who are from a different place or of our different ideology or skin tone or whatever it may be, that a deeper level of sensitivity is necessary in moving forward in a greater level of peace. And so just to push back on that idea, that criticism that millennials are soft or millennials are weak. Potentially, those things are assets. And I think we should begin seeing them that way, as opposed to painting it with a broad brush of negativity. Now, let's step back to this broader idea of stereotyping millennials. Um, 
And what can we do about it? What should we do about it? I think society in general will benefit from exchange between generations. And I think that there are a lot of millennials who have negative views of the generations who have come before them. But I'll use kind of the example of siblings. It's usually seen as the older siblings' siblings job to or duty to or role to initiate with younger siblings. And I think the same is true generationally, that it is the responsibility of the older generation as a younger generation, as a child and as an adolescent and as growing up and encountering and experiencing life, it's the responsibility of the generation who came before to lead and initiate in healthy relationship. I think it's really interesting when I see people criticizing millennials because they got participation trophies in the sports leagues they participated growing up when those sports leagues were created by the generation who came before them. And I think it's also really important to note that when an older generation criticizes a younger generation, that older generation is criticizing the very thing that they created. And so the criticism of a younger generation by an older generation is the criticism of one's own creation. I think those are really important for people in older generations to know and understand and accept and receive about the generations who come before them, not a sense of pointing from a distance and criticizing, but taking responsibility of and acknowledging one's participation in creating what exists. Now, as the millennial generation continues to age and continues to take on responsibility and take on power and control, I think it's a wonderful opportunity for the millennial generation and being a sensitive people to look upward at the generation who has come before them with grace and goodness and say, listen, we want to do this differently. We want to reach out beyond our own generation. And regardless of the criticisms, regardless of what may have happened or how I feel about the things that have been said, I'm going to extend grace and I'm going to be a uniter of the generations both before me and after me. And I think millennials have an opportunity to begin changing the perception of how we expect to relate to the generations that come after us. I think it's really important for us to accept responsibility for initiating and leading and guiding and teaching with grace the generations who come after us. One of the things I think often happens with generations is that the older generation expects the younger generation to replicate and repeat everything that they are and everything that they've done. I know that I've experienced the idea that older generations at times have the perception that the best thing the next generation can be is an identical copy of itself. And in that scenario... In that case, the only option for the coming generation is rebellion. When a coming generation isn't platformed by the generation ahead of it, 
that generation's only option is rebellion because each generation, just as each individual is called and created to be something specific, each generation has a specific and unique identity. And it's the job and responsibility of the generation who comes before to platform the coming generation to understand, accept, receive, and thrive in the uniqueness of their identity. So I think there's a lot of room for grace here. I think there's a lot of room for learning. I think there's a lot of things that have been said and done without much thought. And I think once we begin thinking about it, the dialogue will change. So whether you're a millennial or whether you're in a different generation before millennials or you're in a generation after millennials, now is an opportunity for us to understand and begin thinking about the role that we have in crossing generational lines. For the generations before us, respect where respect is due. For the generations after us, take responsibility to platform those generations into the uniqueness of who it is that they're meant to be. But I think all of us would do well to stop stereotyping the generations around us and to even stop stereotyping our own generation. What's interesting is when I see online people make a negative comment about millennials, there is an onslaught of millennials posting under those, those comments with their own comments saying, I know I'm a millennial. I can't believe all these millennials. I must be the exception. And if you are a millennial, you're not the exception. You are part of a generation that has a collective identity. And you and who you are and what you do and your responsibility and your job and your career and your thoughts and your ideas and how you view the world aren't an exception to the millennial generation. They are the millennial generation. So I want you to take responsibility for that and to help platform the stories of millennials who are doing incredible things because there are lots of them and I have the fortunate opportunity to know lots of them. So let's share our stories, let's tell our stories, and let's respect the generations before us, after us, and the ones that we find ourselves in. Subscribe to this podcast so you know when new episodes come out. I'll see you soon.